On this episode, what is sacred sex? This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Steven Mathis. Thanks for listening. Before we get into the rest of the episode, a quick reminder that I'm here to help you. So if you have questions or feedback or you'd like to discuss coaching with me, shoot me a text message, 801-742-1439, or you can look in the show notes for a number of other ways to contact me. Also, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. The show is all about helping us kick ass as men. We talk about sex and fitness and nutrition and hormones, mind and habits and emotions, and all the things that we need to solidify inside out so we can go out and create the life that we desire. So thanks for checking out the show. Make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button if you haven't already. So before we talk about sacred sex, I want to share a story with you that relates to something that we've talked about uh, recently on the show that I've also heard from a lot of guys individually. And one of the things that comes up so often for so many of you guys who are listening to this show, meaning you're on a path of growth And one of the things that happens as we grow is we're going to outgrow some of the people in our lives. And for a lot of guys, one of the ways that this plays out is in sort of outgrowing their current circle of friends. Maybe you have uh, friends that you've had for a number of years and they're sort of in uh, what I would describe as a low vibration kind of way of being, meaning they're, you know, drinking and partying and they're all about going out and getting wasted on the weekends and they're not on a path of growth, right? And I've heard from so many guys directly that have had some similar type of experience where they get on a path of growth and they have visions for their future and they're moving along this path and they find that their friends that they had previously do not align with that and they don't lift them up and help them forward. And so they come to a realization that they need to sort of let some of those friends move out of their life, which is a very necessary thing. And we talked about this recently in terms of creating a space in our life, right? And one of the questions that comes up a lot and that I've heard from guys recently is that they have a challenge or they have, they find they have difficulty finding those new people, right? They're, they're not having sort of new friends come into their life, or maybe it's been a period of time and they're just finding that to to be a hard aspect of this. They know that they need to surround themselves with new people, but it just sort of hasn't really been happening. And one of the things that I think is so important for us to recognize is that yes, the universe, God will bring us the things that are meant to be in our life and the people that are meant to be in our life. However, it is on us to take action, right? We are not bystanders in our life, we need to be in the driver's seat of our life and taking action. And one of the ways that that plays out when it comes to this sort of bringing new people into our life is that we need to be proactively going out and contacting people, right? And having conversations, striking up conversations with people and getting to know and interacting with people right? It's not always going to be someone that's sort of coming up to us or uh, magically coming into our life. 
Some of the people that come into our life, they're going to come into our life by us taking action to open ourselves up to those opportunities. So I was at the park last night training and an awesome young man named Joshua, as I was wrapping up my workout, came up, introduced himself to me and asked if he could talk to me. And in the course of this conversation, which was an awesome conversation, we, you know, aligned in a lot of ways and it was a, you know, it was, it was a great conversation, right? We, in the course of this conversation, Joshua was telling me how he sort of had this moment of hesitation, right? Wondering if he was sort of going to get rejected. Like if I was just going to say, no, I don't want to talk to you or just sort of ignore him and go about my way, right? And yes, that's maybe going to happen. But the key point is this, Joshua did it, right? He came up, he introduced himself to me, random person at the park. We've never met before, right? We don't have any particular reason to interact other than the fact that he decided to come up and talk to me. And we had a great conversation. We've connected. Maybe we might have a workout, maybe hang out at some point. Who knows where, what, what future interactions that will lead to. But the point is this. He took proactive action. So as you go about your life, find and pay attention to people who seem like they might align with you, right? People who... Uh, are doing things that you're interested in, people who exhibit qualities that you try to exhibit or that you're working towards. And be proactive about talking to people, right? Maybe it's somebody at the grocery store and you're standing at the grocery store and maybe you're you know, into physical training and that's something you're really passionate about like I am and you know, you train hard and the majority of the people out there, of course, don't do that. And maybe you're in line at the grocery store and you see somebody else who clearly is very fit. Maybe they just came from like a workout, right? Strike up a basic conversation. Man, it looks like you had a good workout. Or man, I just came from the gym. It was so awesome. Doesn't it feel good to train, be healthy? Who knows, right? It doesn't matter what you say. The point is that you're authentic. The point is that you notice someone else who you feel like you might align with. And instead of sitting back and being a bystander, you recognize, okay, maybe this is somebody I might have something in common with. I should talk to them, right? And it might be a very brief interaction. Maybe it's a couple sentences, really quick in line at the grocery store, never leads to anything, fine, right? Maybe you go up and you strike up a conversation with somebody. It leads to an hour, two hour conversation and you end up being amazing friends for the next 40 years. Who knows? There's gonna be an entire range of possibilities or it may be that they're not even really receptive to it and they don't really talk to you at all. Okay, fine, onward. But the point is every time you proactively open up a dialogue with somebody, you are taking the action that is necessary for the universe to bring you those opportunities, right? We need to take proactive action. So if you are struggling with finding that new set of friends to support you in your current path of growth, or maybe it's a relationship, or maybe it's business contacts or financial contacts or whatever it is, be proactive about talking to people. Talk to people. This used to happen much more frequently, I think, in the world than it does now. Everybody is so in their own little world and they're you know, connected to their device and they just don't talk to people as much as they used to get out of that, introduce yourself to somebody, give them an authentic and genuine compliment. Maybe you like their shirt, maybe you like their hair, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. What matters is you be authentic and connect with people, 
connect with people. And you will find that that opens those opportunities. It's not going to be every time. You can't just go out and expect that you're going to introduce yourself to somebody and expect that that's going to be the person you're going to all of a sudden be really good friends with. Who knows, right? But some of those people will be. And every time you strike up a conversation, you're turning over another rock. And you turn over another enough rocks and you're going to start to find little treasures underneath some of them in the form of those relationships. So be proactive and go out and talk to people. Let's talk about sacred sex. What is sacred sex? Well, if we're going to define sacred sex, we need to kind of label and define the opposite of that to give us something to compare to. So for the purpose of this discussion, I'm going to call that shallow sex. And I think the most concise and simple way to sort of define the difference between the two is this. Shallow sex, the goal is the body. It's all about the body. In sacred sex, the body is the gateway to the soul. That's the fundamental difference. That is what takes sex from a shallow, sometimes negative place, or even if it's not negative, it's not as deep and powerful as it could be. What shifts that to being truly sacred sex that really is divine, that really can empower and light us up in amazing ways and truly connect us with God, I believe, is looking at the body as merely a gateway to the soul. And what we should take a quick moment here and recognize is that sacred sex is not about any particular tradition or it's not about religion or anything with that. What sacred sex is really about is it's about connecting to that deeper place inside of us, connecting to our soul or our spirit, however you want to describe that. And the body really always is the gateway to the soul. They are, of course, intricately and intimately linked and the things that happen to the body affect the soul. But here's the thing is when we approach sex through the shallow sex route, where it's all about the body, right? The visuals of the body, maybe the, just the physical sensations in the body. When we approach things in that shallow sort of way, it still will have an effect on our soul, but often that kind of lurks under the surface. And we don't really recognize what's happening. And in a lot of cases, I know that a lot of you guys have experienced some kind of sex that dragged you down, that you could tell was dragging down your spirit. So for those of you guys who have been in a porn masturbation habit that was that you knew was dragging you down, you could feel it, maybe not initially, maybe not even a year in or five years or 10 years or whenever, but at some point you became aware of the fact that that habit was dragging down your spirit. And that's what happens with shallow sex often. This happens with sex with other people. A lot of the emotional baggage that people have around sex and sexual experiences is because when we approach things in the shallow sex way, when it's all about the body, we fail to recognize what is happening to our soul and what is happening to the soul of our partner. And when we're not really connected to that place, and that's not the priority, then we can allow those negative paths to happen. And even when those negative paths don't happen, we don't tap into the real power. We don't tap into the real 
beauty and amazingness of sex because that is the real beauty. It is the fact that sex maybe as much or more than anything else in life is a gateway to our soul. The body through sex is a gateway to our soul. And when we connect to sex in that way, we really connect with the divine. We connect with that something that is our soul, our spirit, something that is much, much deeper than the body. So that's what sacred sex is about. It's about recognizing that that is the priority, that when we move down a path of sexuality, we want to move down that path in a way that recognizes that the end goal is not the physical body. The end goal is the spirit. The end goal is how we are tapping into and affecting the spirit. And when it comes to sacred sex with a partner, what that's really about is it's about moving past our physical bodies connecting and moving to the point of our spirits connecting. That's when the experience starts to really shift. You might feel like you can really truly see your partner's soul. You might feel like your souls really blend together. You might have tears of joy or tears of healing. You might have these moments where you might say, whoa, did you feel that? What was that kind of moments? It's a deeper kind of connection. And we can experience this alone. I've talked so many times before about how we can have a thriving solo sex life and sacred sex applies to that as well. So how do you approach solo sex? Do you approach it in a very shallow way where, of course, if you're if you're watching porn, there's nothing that's more shallow than that. Porn completely disconnects us from our spirit completely. And so if your solo sex habit involves porn, it's the opposite of sacred sex, right? But on the other hand, if we let go of that superficial, shallow stuff, we can recognize that we can tap into our soul and our spirit and connect with that place and fill that place with light through our sexuality. Much of this really comes down to our intention, of course, and the way that we approach it, right? It also, an important factor in this is that we need to be in touch with our own spirit. We need to be in touch with our own inner space, if in general in life, if we're going to be able to tap into that through our sexuality. So practices like meditation, doing the inner work, working through emotional trauma and things from the past, connecting with that inner quiet place through nature and other ways. There's so many ways, but all of the ways that we can find to connect with that inner deep place inside of us to truly connect with our soul. And yes, it's always there. And yes, we're always connected, but we're not always in touch with that connection. We're not really in touch with that connection until we do the work to get there. And until we actually take proactive steps to really connect with that deeper place inside of us. So doing that inner work, connecting with that deeper place in general in life, then empowers us to have the intention and to put into practice approaching sexuality in this way. 
So if you're able to connect with that deeper place inside of you through meditation, when you're having sex with your wife, your partner, you're going to be able to connect to that same place. And when you're connecting to that same place while you're having sex and she's connecting to that place in her, all of a sudden those two places within you, they connect. Your spirits really connect. It's not any longer about your bodies slapping together. It's about your spirits connecting. And that is the place that we need to strive for and have the intention to approach it that way. And what that means is if we're approaching sexuality that way as sacred sex, we need to start to be aware of thoughts and patterns and things that come up that are not in alignment with that. So as you, maybe you, as you go about the world, maybe you, as you see attractive women, right? What, what are the thoughts that are going through your mind when that happens? When you think about sex with your partner, what are the thoughts that pop up when you think about that? Start to recognize things within you that are more aligned with this older, shallow sex approach that are not in alignment with sacred sex. Because until we have awareness of those things and recognize them, we can't transform them. And we need to transform those things to a deeper, more spiritual approach if we're going to tap into what sacred sex can bring us. And listen, it can still be fun. You can still laugh and be, you know, have a very, this isn't about being super serious, but it is about being much richer and deeper in the way that we connect with ourselves and with our partners through sexuality. And it becomes so much more beautiful, so much more amazing. It is the kind of sex, sacred sex is the kind of sex that heals, that truly heals us. Shallow sex might have sort of a meh, you know, in the middle kind of effect on us, or it may have a very negative effect on us. Sacred sex heals us physically, spiritually, emotionally, it will heal us. So have this intention, approach sexuality this way. There's not one, you know, single bullet magic answer to do this. It is about entirely shifting our approach, about monitoring our thoughts and the way that we behave and seeing if that is in alignment with sacred sex. It's about getting in touch with that deeper place inside of us in general in life. And then it's about approaching our sexuality and our sexual experiences, whether it's solo sex, it's with a partner, approaching those with the idea and the knowing that the body is not the goal, that the body is merely the gateway to the soul. And as you start to put this into practice, it's such a shift. It's really such a shift and it totally makes it a different experience in the moment and has a different impact on our life. So approach sacred sex, have that as an idea in your mind and you will experience the benefits. I promise you. Let me know if I can do anything to help you again, reach out anytime 801-742-1439, or you can reach out via any of the methods in the show notes, sending you guys good vibes, have an amazing rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon. 